You ask those who are aspiring to do politics. How many years they have to hide in the woods? People have to die before you are chosen. Otherwise, there's no hope for you. Yeah. Which job doesn't require patience? You tell me. And this is a problem that we have, we have seen in certain lay pastors. Because, you see, there was a time when I was 25 years old. There was a time when I was 27 years old. There was a time when I was 29 years old. And I had colleagues and friends who were also 29 years old. Okay? And it was like, we, oh, we, have, we have come to a cross, so we are doing the church. You see? Right? And we even bought a Collegono Cathedral. And I have a lot of colleagues, not only my own mates, but people a couple of years below me and some number of years below. We encourage a lot of people to come and work for them. People look at the church, as if working for the church is a source of poverty or working in the ministry. Because they feel that once you work in the house of God, you will be poor. Fine, you can think that way. Alright? But there's also a sense in which working for the Lord is like working anywhere. And anywhere where you work, you start at the lowest bottom line. And anytime you are switching jobs, after you've worked in one place for a long time, you risk moving downwards. And to start all the way and come up. Yes. So, those who didn't take it up from the beginning, as the years went by, you began to see that those who took it up from the beginning and those who didn't take it up at the beginning, in terms of finances, everybody is about the same. Everybody has a car. Everybody has somewhere to stay. Everybody has a children, has a, has a children who go to school. <laughs> everybody is paying school fees. True or not true? Yeah. And as you go on, you realize that eternity is also coming. And you realize that, ah, everybody has sweated. Everybody has worked. Yours has amounted to building Pharaoh's kingdom. And this one has amounted to building the kingdom of the Lord. And then now, even sometimes, God may even, like, for instance, in my case, God has blessed me beyond what I thought I never, I, not, I even thought, I never even planned for any slight prosperity. Yeah. I never even thought I'll, I'll have people who work for me. Whose work is me? Yeah. I never thought so. But all these, you know, they are all God's blessing. But I'm saying that then you find out that people are not realizing that in every field, you need to be patient. Without patience, you cannot have anything. And you cannot get anywhere. In every type of work, patience is required. So once you are not, you don't have these kind of characteristics, and you start moving into things you are not supposed to move into, everybody will become afraid of you. Say, hey, this person is a very dangerous person. The person has come, now. it's like, hey, what about this? What about this? So when, am I, when, are we, when will we be promoted? Get to Tivo right now and ask for your promotion there. Yeah. The people who 
Everybody who seems to be somebody has started from zero and struggled. You see the lawyers in court who are fighting in the Supreme Court. You see them? Yeah. If you take the uh, NPP side, the main lawyer there, it's my wife's classmate. The name that, the name that you, 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 you call him, that's not how she calls him at home. She, says, she has the name, they have the name for my baby. Whatever. He's their, he's their friend. Yeah. They are all, they are all classmates. The director of the Ghana Law School, the overall, they are discussion with, when they were having discussions in school, it was, they are, he, they are discussion with, they were, they were four. The study group, the four of them, including the director of the law school. But that was 25 years ago. They all learned together and went and did exams. Yeah, they pursued it for 25 years. There is nothing that, oh, if I had been in the secular world, within three years I would have been, you would be there in three years. You will be there in 25 years. Just like I've also become a bishop in 25 years later. There is nowhere that without patience you can achieve anything. So when you don't have that power, do you get what I'm saying? You, your, your, your power is small. Yeah. It's an internal power. Before the Holy Spirit, external power will come on top of internal power. So if you don't have patience, you can't do that's what for God's work, they forget about it. And I will send you to the world to go and work, and you will see whether patience was not required or not at that place. That's the place, and that's where you need to go to learn patience. Yeah. I have colleagues and mates who are top, top in hospitals in America and uh, different places. And they, they was 25 years ago that we were all in school. They were not top of anything after three years or four years. Yeah. My, my, my classmate, I, I just spoke to him outside before I came inside. When I came to, when I came to, I went to visit him in America. He had a second-hand car Two-door, second-hand two-door car. Car with two doors. And when I arrived in New York, he came to pick me. An old jalopy with two doors. He was a doctor working in America. Yeah. And he was staying in a one-room uh, a house with an underground basement without windows. And he put me in the basement without windows. Because he didn't have any other place. Today he has a mansion and whatever. But that's after 25 years. And I'm also staying in my Ghana mansion. Yeah. After 25 years. <laughs> it's a long time. So you, because of patience, you see that you cannot. Some of you ladies, you are so impatient about getting beloved. And you show it. It's, it's easy to see on you. And it will make you get the wrong person. But there is a person that is coming. It's not these, I mean, area boys around here. (laughs) 
You need patience. That shows your internal strength. When you get married, you start facing your husband. So when will we also have a car? So when will which school will our children go to? So when will we also move to a better place? So when can we buy a fan? When can we buy a carpet? When can we buy a car? Hey, you are spoiling the marriage, Joe. You are spoiling the marriage just now. Just now you started. You are spoiling it. You have married and the woman you married is not able to cook your delights. You need patience. These girls you see cannot cook. I'm telling you. If you like, bring your paper outside. Lots of time you see. They can't cook. Oh. When you see them in church, it doesn't mean they can't cook. Oh. It's not the same as cooking. Internet, telephone, these are all that they know how to do. Dressing and impressing you, deceiving you. Shelling. You are entering the marriage thinking that you are going to get something, but the person has nothing to offer you. Take it from me, I'm a pastor. I'm telling you something that I've seen. There is nothing for you. What's happening, son? That will be what's happening. You will need patience to nurture them and it will through various beasts. You see, this is how to make okra stew, please. This is how it is made. Your okra stew is not, this is how to make your chicken. Your chicken is not nice. It's not nice. Practically, it's not nice. Don't know how to season the food. Oh. You see that you have married an empty doll. You have married a doll. You have married a fairy doll. Yes. Baby doll. You have married an empty shell. Yeah. I'm telling you. Because shells. You are looking at shells. These are shells. Oh, these are the all shells. Take it from me. I'm a pastor for years. I'm telling you something. Practically. Practically. Dress it. Eyebrows, eyelashes, nails, nothing. Love is not jealous. Jealousy. Some people cannot even wait for the beloved doses to be established as an engagement before they start showing their jealousy. Sometimes, even people are jealous over somebody who is not their beloved. Now, why are you talking to her? Why are you always talking to her? And it's always the same person. It's not your beloved. Just a member, a member. You are not married before you are showing the jealousy. You are not strong at all. This is your inner strength. And there's nothing, there's nothing. It is just empty. And, mind you, it is as natural to be jealous as it is to be lustful. Yes. We brothers, we suffer from lust and we have accepted it. 
you sisters, you suffer from jealousy. But you have not accepted it. You have not accepted it. And you have not confessed it. We brothers are confessing it always. It's time for you to start accepting and confessing so that God can heal you. That it also comes. So you have to control. Say, hey, stop up, shut up, control yourself, control yourself. Don't say anything. Do the right thing. You spoil your relationship. You spoil your friendship, and you become ugly. You become so ugly. As soon as you demonstrate those things, it becomes so. What is this person? What are you saying? What are you talking about? What are you suggesting? What are you imagining? What are you saying? What are you saying again? And you will not understand why the relationship has not worked. Or the brother has now withdrawn his his troops. Or he has withdrawn his forces. Your hair is nice, but he has withdrawn his forces. I can't take it. Accept it. God is telling us the power within love. If you see somebody is being able to stay in a marriage for a long time, is controlling a lot of things. Being able to organize patience. When you see the person who's been married for some time and he, he looks happy, he's, he's not happy. He's patient. He's not happy. He's patient. You think he's happy? He's patient. Or a sister who is married for a long time, she still looks happy. It's not that she's happy. She's patient. And you don't have any patience. You are down for. I tell you, when you enter, you see that everything you thought is not there. It's not there. It's an empty shell. And you need to have patience to say, okay. You are deceived. Those of you, you think things are working out easily for people. Things are not working out though. People are patient. That is why things seem to be going on. <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm saying, you will see it practically. Practically. If you like, keep the message. You just put it down. Not control your jealousy. Love is not jealous. That's not boast. And it's not arrogant. You cannot be arrogant and be, and be successful. Even businessmen today are writing in their secular books that humility is a requirement for success. Yes, they are teaching it in their secular, secular business success books. Yes. I recently had one of these books and I was reading it. And it was describing how humility is necessary. That it is when companies become arrogant. 
And they don't care about people. That is when they start to, to, to calm down. Yeah. Even the politicians. It's when they become too big. Too confident. Too pompous. I was watching them at the Supreme Court. Some were laughing. Others were serious. Some were laughing. Like, <laughs> they were just laughing. I said, eh? Yeah. You are laughing, eh? You may never know limited. Yeah. You are laughing at the others. People are complaining. You, said that you, have, you have used a throw-in as a goal and a corner as a goal. And you are laughing when I am complaining that how is it that three corners have become goals? Huh? How is it possible? But you are laughing when I say that a throw-in is not a goal. Hmm. Now you are saying in this case it's a goal. Those are dangerous signs. When you are too big, you will not get a good husband. Yeah, because a good husband, it takes humility even to see that he's a good husband. Few people, how they will be, you can't see as they are now. You know, a lot of people who look like potential, beloved, this is an ideal bachelor. This is an ideal, beloved, A1. As the years go by, you see. You see, there are some brothers who are just like sisters. So they are good at sporting. And they look dignified and distinguished. But that's all. That is the end of them. There is nothing else to the person. Keep watching. What I'm saying, it is real. They look distinguished, dignified. And I, I never knew till I started to work and employ some people. Because I was impressed by their outward. Yes, yeah. Not knowing that Asomwa cannot do anything at all. Do you understand Asomwa? He <laughs> cannot do anything at all. And in their work, they, they never prosper, they never advance, but they dress neatly and they look together and distinguished. Hey! But there's nothing behind it. It's just a shell. Cannot work. Cannot drive. Cannot move. Cannot do anything. It's just there. And when you marry, it's what we call fend for yourself marriage. Fend for yourself. Better wake up and organize things. They don't believe it. And you see it. You write it. You see it happening practically. Think for yourself. Organize things. Nothing will be organized for you. So, love is patient. It's, it's not jealous. Is it also say kind? Oh. <laughs> Kind. Uh-huh. We miss kind. Pray to God. I'm only speaking to brothers. All sisters, you can go to sleep. I'm talking to brothers. 
pray that God will give you a kind person. Because as a Christian, after you marry, the balance of power has shifted to that person. She will be now be dictating by her powers and her desires, her selfishness and her wickedness. What is going to happen to you? Yeah. When she holds her master's zip and zip with her that's all. <laughs> you are down for. There was a certain there was a certain sister and a certain brother. When they were young, they were young when they were young beloveds and so on, I called them to my brother. I said, You are going to marry her. I said, yeah, you are going to marry, you are going to. Uh, will you be good? I asked the sister, oh, this, uh, oh, I'm going to give him Italian massage. <laughs> hey, I'm going to give him a, a Spanish wraps. Hey. Different things. She was young and excited. Are you, are you okay? Everything is all right. Fire this young man now! Fire him, this guy! One grenade. This is a grenade. Hey, one grenade. Come for. Why? You feel, you are feeling kindness. I'm preaching here. You want to pour water here? You want to pour water where I'm preaching? You want to pour water where I'm preaching? You want me to fall down? Will have the food. Okay. Shh. Kindness. Kindness. Yeah. She said she was going to do Italian massage. Spanish wraps and uh, other infestations. So I said, Are you sure? She said, Oh, Bishop. Are you sure? So I said, Bring paper. Bring your paper. And I wrote the contract. I wrote her. I said, I. I wrote her name. 
so and so promise that when I marry, I will do this, I will be this, I will be this, I will be kind. I'll... I said, sign, and I called four people as a witness. Yeah. All the things I'm preaching, are, they are serious things. I know that you think, I, when you look at me, I look like a joker. I look like a joker. It's only when I tell you that I'm joking. That is, I call four people, I said, witness, witness, sign, 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 sign. Put it away. Recently. Her husband made a comment. He said, Christian wives, they are so wicked. When he said that, I, I remembered that paper. And I said, sign it. And sign, 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 sign. It was as if we were joking, man. I will always tell you when I will joke. Yeah. They are so wicked. You've got your child. You've got this. You've got this. You've got this. That's it. The paper is that I can, I can produce it for you, you see. Okay. I know you think I'm joking. You'll be laughing. You think that he's joking. He's fooling. When I'm fooling, I'll write to you that I'm fooling. Yeah. So pray to God that you will get a kind person. Because the woman you marry initially may be giving you Italian massage and whatever and may turn into a, 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 a baby doll without feelings and later may become your nurse. Because when you get older, you, you need more of a nurse. Yeah, to care for you. So, an older experienced woman, when an elderly man proposes to them, they laugh and say, you think I'm a fool? I should go and be a nurse for you. <laughs> I've done all this work already. Yeah. yeah. Because they know that at a point it becomes nursing. Sure. If your nurse is wicked. Have you seen them in the hospital? Where is your bedpan? Put it there. Who told you that this? Where is your card? Have you not got a card? Go and get your card. Don't you know where to get a card? Ah. Now they make their face and they go and they come. And you, you feel you feel like an, an idiot. Idiot. Where is your card? Don't you have a card? You see them in the house. They are the, they are the nurse of the man. But they have no time. And then they start to manifest their wickedness. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you see. They say, ah, he used to go out always. He used to go out all the time. Now he's here. Now I'm also I'm going for meeting, women's meeting. This meeting, this meeting, this meeting should be in the house. Sure. Kindness. So watch them carefully. Ask the mother in the house. You see, anything you don't do on the left, you are not going to do it on the right. Yeah. If in your house you cannot make food for your brother, you cannot make food for your sister, 
you, you don't care about anybody in the house. Who will you care for later? The man who, look, when people marry and one of the married partners is dead, the first accuse is the husband or the wife. Because marriage becomes so different from all this wedding looking. The wedding looking is different from the marriage. So the first, my wife are in the house and the wife is the first accused husband. Or if it's the husband, first accused the wife. Yeah, it changes. And now you're first accused. Do you think if you could not even, you could not even look after your little sister or your little brother, and you could not care for your mother, or you could not care for your father, or you could not serve your father, do you think you will care for somebody who is the first accused of your life? I'm asking you just a personal question. That's where you see the kindness of the person. That the person is an empty shell. Yeah. And you see sometimes, when you see a brother who is always looking for the mother or doing something, say, hey, this one, when I marry, you like his mother too much. He will always be good. It's rather a sign of kindness. It's a sign of kindness that the person has even remembered his mother. The man who will remember his mother, he also, also thinks that way about his wife. That, oh my, this is my wife, you know, this and that. So instead of being annoyed, that he's asked for this by his mother, he's a dad, he's a mama, he's this and that. You see, you are a fool. You see, foolishness was already deeply embedded in you. Foolishness. It's deeply embedded. Oh. All you are left with dresses, shoes, hair, clothes, impressions. You want me to praise you? Okay, I praise you. You are wonderful. You are, you are great. You are, you are lovely. You are beautiful. Everything about you is nice. Is that not what you want? <laughs> Love does not boast. It's not arrogance. Hey, when you are a big madam, you cannot do a lot of things. Big madam, your long nails cannot be cooking things, so. Madam, chopping onions, cutting, pounding fufu. And then you are also telling it, also telling it with those long nails. Are you a cat? Are you a cat? praise you. Okay, I praise you. I praise you. You are wonderful. You are beautiful. You are nice. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. You are used to being an elder. You are used to being an elder. <laughs> Command, you are commanding. Directing. Say, do this, do this, 
do that. Hey! Without humility. Because when you marry, they will tell you, stoop. Stoop! <laughs> Turn around! Lie down this way! Now stand up like this! Hey! It's not too big! You cannot do all these things! Can you imagine the Queen of England doing such Can you imagine the Queen of England doing all these things? Does not love does not act unbecomingly. Inappropriate behavior, inappropriate remarks, out of order, out of line, out of sync, thinking, out of behavior, out of order behavior. Somebody has parked his car in his house. You have taken the car out without asking whether you can take the car. Is this your car? It's inappropriate. But I'm not stealing it. That you are not supposed to drive it. Have they asked you to drive the car? If you go and have an accident now, who is going to pay for it? Somebody's soup is in the kitchen and you have eaten all the meat in the soup and left only the bones. you can eat that particular soup. All the meat in the soup. You've eaten all. You've eaten all and left the soup as if you haven't eaten it. (laughs) It does not act unbecomingly. You have come to town while wearing your dress with your breast coming outside. It's not also appropriate. They are spilling over like fufu in pie dish. In a boys' room. It's also not appropriate. Also, but I'm on campus. You're on campus, but you are in somebody's room. <laughs> they are bathing at the boys' side. in Commonwealth Hall. How do you patch there? As a girl, how are you patching there? So, you see, there are people who, under the cover of not having a specific name to their bad behavior, 
they do a lot of some way things. This is the verse that covers all some way behavior. This particular verse. Yeah. That so you've taken somebody's car out. You say, well, you were just testing. You just went to buy bread. You say, all this is, is not in the Bible. That shall not drive somebody's car. It's not, we know it's not in the Bible. But it is in this, it's inappropriate. So, love does not act unbecomingly. We are having a meeting and you've made your face. You are looking towards the window. Whilst we are settling here, you are looking this way. And it's like there is no verse to correct you or to address your eyes looking this way. It's addressed by this scripture. Allah does not act unbecomingly. This scripture, your behavior is not working well in this context. Yeah. It's out of order. Everybody smiles except you. Everybody is happy except only you. You don't have a smile, even just a smile. And you see that we don't know exactly what to tell you. This scripture is covering all those things we can't define. It's describing it. When you, you, like now, you don't bath. Some of you don't bath in the evenings. So when you marry, you see that you don't bath. You are still continuing that thing. And it's not in the Bible, thou shalt bath or thou shalt not bath. So you are continuing freely, freely into not bathing. You continue. This verse is attacking you today. Love. And without love, you are not strong. Personally, on a personal, inner power level, you are, you, are, you are like a little child. And you are praying, Lord, I pray for anointing. I pray for a tank. You cannot even spark a pijo. And you want a tank to be given to you. So that you use as an armored car. You are praying for armored cars to invade nations. Where you cannot spark a pijo. You don't know where the clutch is or where the accelerator is. Pijo 104, you cannot spark it. You have nothing. There's nothing to you. You are an empty shell. Love does not seek its own. Hmm? You think about your room. You cook your own food for yourself. It's like no, the, your roommate is not part of the calculations. You will never cook unless you are cooking for yourself. You understand? You will never give to anybody. You cook a very small amount so that you are the only one who is. One plate. Nobody else. You seek only your own, your own life. How can you be a pastor? A pastor, I have my biological children. Uh, all of you have become like my children. I have my, my biological children. I, I can look after one, two, three, there are four. I can look after them. One, two, three, four. That's all. 
And then where do you come? You don't come. But you see, a pastor is looking after more, more than just your little life, your small community that you have. Your small little, you and your two children, you and your small life. What is your life? Love does not seek its own. And when you marry, you see. Every marriage, one person feels hot and one person feels cold. Yeah. That is where you see what is love seek its own. One is cold and one is hot. In every marriage. Yeah. One person is always feeling hot and one person is always feeling cold. What will you do? One person always wants to eat yam, one person always wants to eat rice. Love does not seek its own. So how can you expand your reach? All you are looking at is your personal security. Eh? How you prosper. So you are looking for yourself, for your life. How you prosper. Eh? You can't think of anybody else. Yeah. You'll never be in the ministry. Because love seeks the souls. You want to win people. You want to help people. For the Lord. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are the dancers here? Yes. Are you all here? Yes. Sure. Some of you are here. Most of you are here. And love is not provoked. And some of you are so easily hurt. Small or no, that's it. I mean, you are so provocable. And love is not easily provoked. It doesn't take long for you to be bored or to be hurt. Small thing. We always have to apologize. Oh, what you said yesterday, I'm sorry. Oh, we told you we were going to sing. And you didn't sing. You rehearsed on Saturday. When you came on Sunday, you were not called. And so what? Go to hell if this is a problem. Go to hell if you tell you it's a problem for you. What did man not see before? You've rehearsed. Do you know the message that I've also prepared to preach? When I saw you yawning, I had to change the message. When I saw you yawning, I had to stop. Yeah. You know how many times I've had to cut short my message because of you? You come, you rehearse, you rehearse on Saturday, and you didn't get a chance to sing on Sunday. So what? And so what? Go and join a church that will always guarantee that on Saturday when you rehearse, you rehearse on Sunday. Don't come here again. We cannot, we cannot be apologizing to you every week. We don't know how the service will go. The spirit moves this way. We cannot be apologizing. Somebody who is always provoked about something. Oh, please. Why didn't you tell us when the meeting was? You should have given us advance notice. Look, excuse me to say you can go too. If it's hell you want to go, you can go there. We cannot give you advance notice. That's why we said get your phone and get your WhatsApp. When we have opportunity, we will WhatsApp you. We will take you. And if you can come, come. If you can't come, hey. Why? We 
we, we, we feel tense because of you. You make us feel tense. Because you are around, you see, we always feel nervous that we are about to do something wrong. We have to apologize to you. We have to say sorry. We have to give you advance notice. <laughs> we, we cannot, we, we, it's too much for us. Yeah. Relax. Do you understand? Yeah. It's, it's not a company or some a firm that will be giving advance notice, memos and so on. No, 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 no. no. You are, how old are you? How old are you that you need advance notice? Today you have it at this hall. Next week you are, you are here. Another week you are here. Another week you are here. Hey. You come to church and they will dance. Why? Is it a dancing competition or is it a church? You have a problem. A serious problem. You wait till you marry. Or you get into a relationship. Every day your blood will come and see that you are moody. What is it? Nothing. Why are you not talking? Nothing. Why is your face like that? That's how my face is. But that's not how your face is. I've been in a relationship with you for nine months. That's not how your face is. Why do you say that that's not your face? I said that's how my face is. You don't know. How long do you know me for? How long do you know me for? I said that's how my face is. That's not how your face is. I, you are telling me your face is that. I said that's not how your face is. Is that how you want to talk to me? Is that how you want to talk to me? That's how you say, Bishop, I've been describing these things. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry for what? Sorry for everything. Sorry for what? I'm sorry for everything. Whatever has happened. I didn't want to. I'm sorry for whatever has offended you. I said, I'm sorry for that. Hey! You see how beastly you are? You are about to lose your beloved. He's seeing your character in the relationship. And he's wise because he has been coming for camps. Yeah, so he has, he has been giving some detector signs. It's wise because you have been hearing certain things. They are saying that you are an empty shell. If they can make such a face on you during the relationship, and if they can, they, they say they are not talking. So I don't feel like talking. I, I need me time. You understand me time. <laughs> I need some me time. I need some time to be by myself and some time to just think. Yeah, it's, it's called me time. Hey! You need the me time. Wow. Your mood has come. We don't know what we did, what we said. That has provoked you. So that you see somebody after one week, you are quiet. Why are you so quiet? Nothing. But the last time I spoke to you, everything was okay. What is wrong? Or nothing? I said, said, there's nothing wrong. I said, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong, I will tell you. I said, there's nothing wrong. Wow! Wow. And when they turn around, they see that you are holding a handkerchief. (laughs) Are you not crying? You said there was nothing wrong. Oh no, it's it's personal. Personal! I don't remember personal! What is wrong? Uh, 
your face has come, your mood has come, your attitude has come, everything has come. We don't know what it is that makes it come. Small or no, you are provoked. Love, you don't have love. You don't have Christian love. You don't have Christian love. Today up, tomorrow down, tomorrow depressed, tomorrow a face. You are personally diminutive and small and personally without internal powers. I'm telling you, you are a snake without venom. You don't have the wisdom of a snake to have the internal strength. I preached and I came to stand in your area and I was giving an example. That one has turned you. I won't come to the church again. Then go to hell, 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 go to hell. I mean, I don't like, I don't like it when he comes to stand and he'll be waving his hand like that, waving his hand like that, waving his hand as if it is. Everybody will be looking at me. Everybody's looking at me. Everybody's thinking that it is me. Wow. It's fantastic. And then, love does not take into account a wrong suffered. A lot of the ladies, you take into account a wrong suffered till you die. Some of you till you die. Recently, one sister called her sister. And the sister refused to answer. And the sister called and said, Why are you not answering me? Why are you making, giving me a cold shoulder? She said, Because you didn't say anything. Anything about what? Anything about what that brother said. When she mentioned the name of the brother, she said, ah, but the brother is dead. The person who has died. He said, yeah, the brother is dead. And she's refusing to talk to this person because when that brother was alive and he said something, she didn't say anything about what he said. So she will not talk to her sister. I said, wow. People can quarrel into the grave. So love does not take into account. This is forgiveness. Forgiveness. People who you see are married for a long time and they look happy. It's not that they are happy. They are not taking into account wrong suffered. That is why they look happy. That's actually what they are doing. They are actually just not taking into account the wrong subject. That's all. Their main thing is that they are not taking into account the, is this the number one. Yes. That I'm not taking into account the wrongs that have suffered since I knew you. <laughs> since I knew you, the wrongs that I have suffered are not taking into account. That's why I look happy. Yeah. For both sides. So you be there and don't develop these characteristics and see what will happen to you. You'll be in your house and you see that your house is silent. No conversation. 
you are, you are both like uh, this is deaf and dumb. School for the deaf and dumb. Nobody speaks in the house. Love does not rejoice in unrighteousness. Amen. But rejoices with the truth. Amen. I, I, are you listening? I will rejoice with the truth. I do not rejoice with NPP or NDC. A Christian does not rejoice with a political line of thinking. What is politically correct? If I recently, a, a politician met me, one of the top politicians, and he said something, and I, I thought to myself, well, this man, I don't know whether he's, uh, I don't know wh- wh- where, where he's, why he's saying what he's saying, but what he said was very amazing. He said, you are, you are a pastor, and I'm a politician, so I, I say what is politically right. You have to say what is morally right, but I will say what is politically right. Yeah. So it's like, it's not what is the truth, but what is, what is right politically for this group. Yeah. You have to say what is morally good and right. I have to say what is politically good and right. So even if it's lies, even if it's deception, even if it's treachery, even if I have to say that a throw-in is a goal, once it works for me, I will stand and defend that. These three throw-ins are for my side, as far as my side are concerned, they must be considered as goals. And we are prepared to go to court for 10 years to fight that these corner kicks, corners are, were actually goals. So the scores are 27 threats. <laughs> Is it not amazing? But when you have internal power, love, you rejoice with what is true, not what is politically right for these people. And I'm, I'm telling you, because you people are politicians as well. The politicians come out of your, your, your age group. All these people are all from the school. They know it, and that's why they do politics on campus. They come to camp. All the times I came to preach at carnivals and so on, politicians and the MPs for the area came there. Yes, they came there because they know that large gathering, they wanted to come on stage. Yeah. True. All of them came there. Because they see it as a place where politics begins. So they want to win your hearts. And I'm teaching you to be spiritually and morally strong. Love. Christian love is not sex. It's something that rejoices with truth. Not rejoices with my NPP line. Or rejoices with my NDC line. Or rejoices with my CPP line. Yeah. That's why I can say anything about this side or this side. And that's why sometimes they don't know where do I belong. Yeah, because I belong to God. God employs me. And God has given me work to do. Yeah. God has given me work to do. So a Christian, you see, and if you get higher and higher in politics, at the point you should even be able to change parties. And say, no, no, no. I cannot support this deception. I'm joining this group. They are doing the right thing. The next time you come back to these people. If, if these people are telling the truth, these people are telling a lie. 
I mean, you ask me, what do I, what do I support? If you ask me, what do I support? I say, ah, for me, if you are going to play a soccer match, before you play, you set the rules. When you pass through here, it's a goal. When you pass through here, it's a goal. We all agree. And after, you put corners in and throw ins. And then you add them. Of course, I don't support something that is not true. I support the truth. And you, whatever group you belong to, yes, whatever group you belong to, you should support the truth. No matter your tribe. You see, you cannot be an airway and always you are blindly following something because you are an airway. I mean, please, I mean, let your Christianity be above your tribe or your whatever inclination. We beg you, we beg you. You are not strong spiritually. You are not strong spiritual. I am not afraid of you. I am not afraid of you. I don't care you at all. I'm telling you. Yeah. What do you mean? I cannot tell me tell because all of us, 99% of us, we vote in this line. And it is a case. I, mean, well, I, I thought, you, see, you have lowered yourself because I had a higher mind about you. I never saw you in a tribal way. Only to find out that once it is your tribe, your tribal party, that one is first. And Christianity and truth is last. Oh, then, uh, then you are lower in myself. Because for me, I will never support that. Yeah. I can support this. I can support this. I support Jesus. Yeah. I never knew that you are, uh, you are a tribesman. Then you might as well revert to become a native. And get back and start wearing your, 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 your grass, your grass skirts And back into the village. I should praise you. Eh? I should just praise you and say you are good and great. Oh. Better watch out. Better watch out. Love rejoices with truth. Have the choices with what is true, what is right. Not what is right for this for politicians. I mean, look at Obama. He says he's a born again Christian. He has got a wife. He has got two children. And he's promoting men to marry all over the world. And he's exporting it outside. Outside. And you say you are a Christian. And maybe later you come out and say that that was politically for his party, whatever. Hey! That's what I say that which one comes first? Ask yourself. Ask yourself. Which one is the first thing to you? Is it God or is this dirty politics that is first to you? You see, we must show ourselves. That is why, you see, unfortunately, you know, nowadays we have all this an airway girl or an airway boy is going to marry an Ashanti or a Fanti or whatever, then the families will be saying, no, 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 no. You shouldn't marry. No, 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 no. You are going to bring a problem. This and that. And we Christians, we stood up and we said, no, we are believers. We are believers first of all. Before anything else. So that thing doesn't matter. But as the years have gone by, we have seen that it matters. Because the born again Christians, those things became more important to them than Christianity. We have seen it practically. 
not imagination. We are seeing it practically. And those things became. That is why the older people, your older parents, and so they will tell you never, never, any bring anybody, but not somebody from here. Any bring anybody, but don't bring somebody from here. And we say no, but we are Christians. We are believers. But believers have married. Even amongst us, even when we went to when we went for crusade. All the drivers who come from this region, all of them support NDC. All the others who come from this side, all support MPP. Oh, Standard. Even the crusade directors, all the airways support this group. All the other crusade directors support this. Other group. I mean, it's like, it's like that thing has become so much in us. That the Christianity is dullest. And that's why the older people are scared for their children. When they say you are going to say, be careful. Because this thing will turn against you. And you will see. And they are speaking from experience. And if at this stage you are liars, thieves, pornographers, thieves, I mean, if you don't have any spiritual strength at all, then what about these things when they come up later? Because as you grow older, these things are all going to come up. See, people don't want us to talk about these things, but I, I have to say it. Because I'm expecting from you something higher. Yeah. Never. I, I mean, since I've, I've never been able to tell somebody, don't marry this person because of the tribe. Never. I mean, because I, I, I don't understand that thing. I understand Christianity, not tribes or countries. I've never advised anybody, don't marry this person because of this tribe. It's, all these 25 years I've been a pastor, I don't remember anybody. Ah, so don't marry this, don't marry this. But the other people, they have always been against it. Don't marry this. Don't marry this. Don't marry From their own experiences. And as a pastor, I have seen it play out. To my, to my, it's like, I was rather against those things. And then to my shame, so look at it, you see. So Christians, let's grow up. You see, if that thing was not in us, we will have so many more options to marry. You just look around, they are all sitting here. Everybody you need is just around here. They are all sitting here. You never think of tribe this. But now when you ask, where is he from? Where is she from? Oh. A mobile. A mobile. Okay, we are finished. Almost finished. Love does not rejoice in unrighteousness but rejoices with the truth. Amen. Amen. Verse 7. Love bears all things. He can handle it. Love bears all things. Love hopes all things. Believes. Endures all things. Love never fails. Amen. So when you don't believe in me, you see, when you don't believe in me, when I talk to you, you don't believe in me. Hmm? It's not love. And love is a marriage sport. And you don't endure. You don't endure all things. You don't endure a lot of stuff. So that's why we see, when you're able to come to the camp and you're able to stay, for the hours that we are here. 
is training you in humility, endurance, stability, patience, I mean humility. Yeah. And people will be asking me, where do you get all these pastors from? I get them from here. If you can't stay here, you can't be a pastor. That's why the number of camps you've been to gives you a lot of marks in the Anakazo Bible School. If you just attended a camp, just you sit here. They are poured water and you are not angry. Stand up. Are you angry? Hey, you cannot be angry. Otherwise, you are down for. <laughs> are you feeling cold? You are feeling cold. Because of the water. But you are okay. You want to feel hot. It's okay. The cold is okay. Love endures. Love bears. Isn't it? I mean, would you think somebody can be a pastor if he doesn't come for a camp? You can't. You cannot be. So, brothers and sisters, love is patient. So, you say this is the first strength. I'm on the first one. There are nine. Number one is love. And what is love? Love is... Mm. <laughs> love is... <laughs> love is what? Patient. And what else? Kind. And the next one is what? Not... Not jealous. Can you control your jealousy? Number four is what? Love is. Does not boast. And is not arrogant. Too big. Queen. And king. And the next one. It's not un. Does not act unbecomingly. And that one covers what? All some way behavior is covered by this particular verse. Anything that we can put our finger on, this is the best. From today, you tell the person, 1 Corinthians 13 verse 5 has arrested you. You've made your face and we have got a verse for you. Next one is what? Not easily hurt. Isn't it? Every day, we have to apologize to you. We have to ask you what is wrong. Why have you made your face? Is everything okay? Have you eaten? Is there, are you okay? Everything alright? So you, you are okay? Nothing. You say nothing. Why? But your face. Oh, it's not. That's how my face is. It's not your face. We know your face is not like that. But still. Let's see. Do you want to be in a relationship with such a person? You want somebody who is what? Happy. Smiling. Excited to see you. Isn't it? Not... Excited to see for you to come and start your pleadings. Are you okay? Everything alright? Why have you come at 5 o'clock? You said you were coming at 2. I've waited. You said this. Why are you this? i waited after church. I'm sitting outside. I'm waiting for you. You said this. This and that. Hey. You didn't send a text. When you said the text, you just said, oh, you just said the reply. Okay. I see. And so on. Hey. 
Your texts are too short. When you are busy, you don't mind me. Uh, but I always mind you, but you don't mind me. In every marriage, there is somebody who minds the other one more than the other one. It's normal. If you see that they are happy, it's because somebody has been bearing all things and enduring all things. In every marriage, one is always cold, one is hot. One is texting, one is giving short answers. One is calling and one is not calling. <laughs> you are not happy about my message. Huh? And the next one, love is what? Does not take into account a wrong surface. Injustice. So Ghana is going to walk in love. Whoever loses the Supreme Court will not take will not take it. If you say, ah, if they come and they say, Oh, Mahama, remove to the side, please. A new president has come. Oh, or NBC will not take into account a wrong surface. And if they come and they say, MPP, oh, today, throw in this, uh, whatever, solar stone is uh, whatever, I say, oh, we will not take it. <laughs> it's a constitutional goal. <laughs> it's a constitutional goal. They will also say, oh, we shall not take into account any wrong surface. Yeah. And if Ghana is able to walk in love, there will be peace in Ghana. And it shows that Ghana is full of strength. Yeah. Wow. And what's the next one? Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. And what again? Bears all things. Not bears all things. Believes all things. Do you believe things? As I'm preaching, do you believe it? It means you are strong internally. You have love. Believe things, though. Believing is what takes people to heaven. It's one of the important attributes of a Christian, the ability to believe things that you can't see. It's called faith. Yeah, that's the thing that which everybody can have and everybody can go to heaven. Everybody, no matter who and no matter how poor, no matter what language you speak, you can believe. And believing can lift you up from darkness and take you to heaven. So it's a very important thing to be able to believe things. So when you see someone who believes things quickly, believes things easily, it's a very good thing. But some people are stubborn. Talk for a long time, they will not believe. They explain and explain and explain. Say, hey. You give illustrations, you bring a board, you put a graph, you put a picture, you show video, you do everything, they still, they don't. And the next one is what? Huh? Enjoys all things. Hopes all things. Love never fails. So it's a very strong thing. So me, if I'm going to marry, I want somebody who is patient, who is kind, who is not jealous. Uh, yeah, that's a person who loves you. Not somebody who smokes. Oh, I miss you. <laughs> Stupid. Just stop the patient, be kind. Be what? Uh, what? Don't be jealous. Enjoy all things. Believe all things. Huh? Don't not easily provoke. Wow. 
You don't like my message, you see. I don't care if you don't like my message. I'm preaching from the Bible. I don't care. You may never know limited. Now what I'm saying is true. Uh, Okay. Back to uh, where were we? The fruits of the spirits. Okay, so we are developing the inner power, isn't it? That comes from the spirit. And that fruit or that power Fruit or power is the same thing. Fruit is power. When you have pineapple fruits, mango fruit, that's the financial power of a tree. The power of the tree, the importance of the tree is from its fruit. When you see a tree that has no fruit, it's like it's no use. It's no use. So the fruit of the thing is the power in the thing. Are you listening to me? Okay. So, use every opportunity to develop love. Number two. Joy. Joy. Love, joy. Huh? Joy is very important though. Happiness. As you get older, you must maintain happiness. Don't be a fool. Don't think you are the only one who is having problems. You must be, stay happy. Rejoice in the Lord always. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So all moody people you are on the borderline of mental illness. You understand? Because a lot of mental illnesses which have moody people. Mood swings. Always the mood comes in when it comes to mental illness. Mood. Depression. Bipolar disorder. Schizophrenia. Eh? Mania depressed, manic depressive episodes. Personality disorders. There is always some mood like something somewhere. Yeah. You must be happy. Do I look sad or happy? I look happy, isn't it? Must be full of joy. Then he said, you know, one time there was a, some people were looking for him and they went to uh, see some old ladies. They were looking for him and they told him, when you go to the church, you see there's a guy that is always smiling. That's Benny Hinn. Yeah. And he talked about the anointing. He said the anointing brings the joy of the Lord. Yeah. He said, when you go to the church, you see there's a that that is always smiling. That's Benny. Yeah. It's when you are anointed, you have the inner strength. Only inner strength can keep you smiling. If you have no inner strength, you start crying sooner than later. It's just a matter of time. See something you haven't seen one before. And you say, my, oh my. I was not expecting something like this. Never expected something different. Who expected something different? Was it that Oboshi lady who came? You know that story, isn't it? I think, was it an internet relationship? And then she came. When she came, she was very big. And he asked the girl, why? The guy, now we expected something different. Were you expecting a smaller size? I am a beggar sister. In this life, you may be expecting something different. Huh? I pray for all of you to have children, but some of you may not have children. There are always some people who don't have children. 
I was expecting something different. <laughs> After you've held babies and, and dolls and played like your mommy and, mommy and daddy. Yeah. Some of you brothers don't have, you don't have a single sperm. Now we're expecting to say who was pebs. There's no spams. I know the single spam. Yeah. A certain brother was really surprised when, when he did a test and he had no spams. He was really surprised. Why? Because he had been having sex with so many girls and every time he has sex, something comes out. But when something comes, that doesn't mean there is sperm in it. Yeah, it's like rice without salt. You understand? Or, or soup without salt. <laughs> or soup without salt. There's, there's no salt in it. One day I, I had, a, I had a, a, a dream or a vision or whatever. And in that dream I was in my house. And um, two people came to the house. And I was surprised to see them. They were dead people. People who had died. Dead men. And they came to visit me. And I said, what are you doing here? So we, we've come from, from the dead. God from heaven, God sent us, allowed us to come and visit for a short time and go back. I said, wow. So what are you doing? And these two guys were pastors. They had been pastors when they were on earth, before they died. So actually, when they came to my house, they had been to town already. They had been to their church. They had seen them. They had tried to introduce their songs, but everybody had forgotten them had forgotten about their songs and then the things they, were, they used to preach. Nobody was interested. So when they came to my I said we should eat. They said we eat. So they sat at the table. So as we were sitting at the, my table was rectangular. As they were sitting there, they said, you know, our greatest surprise was when we died. We never expected to die. Now we expected something different <laughs> at a different time. Yeah. He said, we never, because we were working for God, we thought we, we, could, we wouldn't die now. Said, but we were so surprised. Most people are surprised when they die. Yeah. I once had a terrible accident. I thought I was, I, I mean, I was so surprised. Hey. I never thought that I would be somersaulting. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you are expecting you you, you live you live even to be thirty. Some of you may not even be thirty years old. You be ready. You be ready. I was expecting something different. 
So, joy. When you meet something you were not expecting, you are still happy. Have joy. It's a very important quality. In fact, I need people around me who are happy. Yeah, me, I need it. Because I'm very serious. I'm a very serious person. I'm, I never joke. <laughs> I don't know how to joke. Everything, everything I say, I, I mean it. I'm serious. Even when you are laughing, I mean it. You may be laughing, but I'm serious. And you will find out that the things I'm saying are serious and that they are real. I need people who are lighter. Lighten the atmosphere. Otherwise, it's too serious. Need joy. Sometimes we need music without meaning. There's no good meaning in the song. Like some of the dancing music we have. There's no, just noise. But we are just happy. Because joy is also important. I see you being joyful. Now, most of you are joyful because you are young. But as you get older, I want you to be joyful. When you marry, you become pregnant. Your breasts become two and a half size of what it is. Huh? And you are now having a baby. And babies following you. Like a nursery school teacher. You get it? You must still be happy. You must still come to church. You can't come and say you are feeling sick. You are feeling a nausea. When you smell perfume in church. So that's why you stop coming. Or you've married and your husband is not as you thought. He will never be as you thought. You watch and see. And she will never be as you thought. (laughs) Okay, you take it that I'm joking. (laughs) Everybody say, Joy. Joy cometh in the morning. We have a song like that, don't we? Yeah, come sing for us, baby. Everyone goes through trying time. Joy comes in the morning. And even when it seems hard to find. He gives us peace for you and me. Be thankful for everything and in everything. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Even They come and they try to take away our gladness. 
And even when it seems that he's won We are too late The victory To be thankful For everything And with everything Count it all joy Count it all joy I don't see no joy Even when
Right? All right. Glory to God. Well, we got to really get on because we haven't gone far at all in our camp. So sit down. Love the powers of the internal spirits. Internal powers. Number one, love. Number two, joy. Number three, develop patience. Which was part of the love. So it means that it's doubly important. It's mentioned in the main menu and it's mentioned in the sub-menu as well. (laughs) So it means that it is very important. It comes in the main menu and then the sub-menu as well. You can't escape patience. Be patient. You're going to have all that, look, to eat, to drink, be blessed. You have it. Take it from me. Whether you are a pastor or not. And which lighthouse pastor have you seen in full-time ministry who is begging? People are rather begging the pastor. I who brought an aluminum pan here? What is that? Why do you bring cooking utensils to the fire? Oh, but why are you running away from that? It seems people have meant you. Okay. Okay. Now, patience, time, number five. Love, number one, two, joy, three, peace. Number three is peace. Peace. Wow. Don't be anxious. Don't be scared. I'm not going to marry. You are going to marry. Ah. Why? You are going to marry. Why? Huh? You married, don't worry. God will provide. Okay? Okay? Yeah. Relax. When you lose your peace, you start getting pimples. Relax. Number four, patience. Number five, kindness is in the main menu again and the sub-menu. Kindness is in the main menu. Patience is in the main menu. Number six, goodness. Goodness. 
being good. God's being good to me. So, she's a good woman. Recently, one of, one of our, um, oh no, I'm not sure whether he was a pastor. I don't think he was a pastor. But he was a main member of the church. He was dying at the hospital. They couldn't find what was wrong with him. He had all sorts of symptoms. But um, I think at a point he knew that he was going to die. So his wife was with him. They were a young couple. They didn't have any child. And um, before he died, he, he blessed his wife. And God bless you. Have been good to me. Have looked after me. Cared for me. In a private hospital. But he was conscious and lucid. Till he died. He didn't have any. Every test they did. They couldn't find anything wrong with him. But he was still dying. But that cannot be said about every person. <laughs> Yes. A certain man, when he died, he wrote his will. Gave millions, everything he had, away to charity. He didn't give anything to his wife, but he gave only one thing to his wife. He gave her a Bible. He said, to change your ways, I'm giving you a Bible. I learned it in medical school. And, uh, yes. I learned it in medical school. That's when I was, I was told that story. We were, talking about, we were talking about lucid moments when a person is writing a will. Different kinds of will that people write. So that the person was not lucid. Do not write that will. Then that he wrote it, he was thinking clearly. A very, very wicked woman. I've given everything away, but I'm giving her a Bible so that she will change her ways. <laughs> so, when I speak about goodness, you have to be in the house to see it. Some people are not good. Hey, so who are these people I'm talking about? Ask your neighbor, are you one of these? I don't know where to find somebody who doesn't have these characteristics. <laughs>